listening to Chad and Derek Talk Politics, mostly. The podcast where we cover politics at all levels and throw in talks about culture and events in our area. All right, well, it is May 11th, and this is another episode of our podcast. And we've got some varied topics to talk about tonight. Locally, we have a few events. I did go to the Peter Pan uh play with the family down there at the Wichita Theater and I got to tell you it's coming I think this next weekend is their last weekend to play it and if people haven't seen that yet they probably need to go see it uh I was I was impressed I don't I haven't been to a play in Wichita Falls in quite a long time and I thought it was really really good um May 14th Aaron Watson you ever heard of him I have He's going to be at the J.S. Bridwell Ag Center. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. The Group 3 Ring Circus will be at the Iron Horse Pub from 9 to p.m. to 11.30 p.m. on the 14th at the Iron Horse Pub. On the 15th, if you're an early bird and you like to run, but I think maybe uh, registration is passed up already, there's the uh, Wichita Falls Runners Club is hosting the Damn Run. And they're going to be running yeah. out on the dam at Lake Wichita. Which, I have to pass on that one. Yeah, I I might try to hit it hit it next year. Yeah, maybe next year. <clears throat> a little bit Working later, start, a little bit later, starting going all day. We have the Texas Dog Fest. Do you have any idea what that is? I'm guessing it's a dog show. Well, <laughs> although I did see they were having hot dogs. <laughs> it's the hot dogs it's at the event. Yeah, it's uh, at the Ray Clymer Exhibit Hall, and that's going to be real dogs and hot dogs. And you and go down there. they don't mix the two up. That's right. I, w- <laughs> I really hope they don't. That's funny. Um, there is a benefit concert at the Heritage Church on Sunday for the, it looks like they're raising money for the James V. Allred Chapel Project. Uh out there at the prison and so those are some things to do i know last weekend it was packed with stuff to do um but they're gonna have them there at the heritage church at 6 p.m they're gonna have a mix of rock blues and soul and admission is free donations are accepted so i thought that was some pretty cool stuff um i know we talked before we started uh covid i don't really exactly you know it seems like it's dissipated so much that i'm not even too concerned about it anymore and uh have you heard anything recently about it Um, i did see some postings where the numbers were continuing to go down to all-time lows or i say all-time lows they weren't all-time lows but like lows from the last 11 months or so they were lows below that Um, i can tell you living in holiday texas or outside of holiday texas um, holiday, I believe, was the first school, but starting today, it was optional if teachers and students wanted to wear their masks. Kids are free again in Holiday, Texas. That's, right. That's awesome. That's good. You uh, know, I can tell you, my daughter goes, "Well, I never wore mine anyway, so <laughs> it won't be any different for me." And I went, "All right." Well, that's that's good. That's good for her. You know, uh, and if you are a a 
a vaccine person because some people don't want the vaccine. Some do. I don't care which side you're on on that. Right. But I did see where they did uh, allow approval for 12 to 15 year olds. So if parents have kids that they want to be vaccinated, then they can now do that too. Yep. Yeah. I, I saw that. I, I saw another interesting article uh, and it, it's 18 pages of research. So it's going to be too long to probably discuss here. I may, I may put a link or I may just email it to you and we can decide if we want to talk about it. But I'll tell you the I title. I get my uh, superpowers, though. I was really hoping for superpowers with the vaccine. I didn't get them. You have them. You just haven't discovered how to use them yet. Maybe that's it. Maybe I got to work, <clears throat> like training, got to work my way up on them. There's, a, there's some research out, and it's called Viral Visualizations, How Coronavirus Skeptics Use Orthodox Data Practices to Promote Unorthodox Science Online. Man, and I just got to tell you, that is one of the weirdest articles I've read because in 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 short it's talking about how these people that are uh, opposed to masking they really appreciate uh, data they really think you need to stick with the data uh, they don't like to see expert interpretation and that was in air quotes for people that are listening to this and then it goes on about how they use that and they violate scientific orthodoxy and oppose and project these uh, differing messages that don't go along. And I was like, I read it and I thought, these people are admitting we want to interpret the data and tell you what to think about it instead of let you think about it yourself. <laughs> because I, the word I orthodox... I mean, that, that probably works on quite a few people. It, it does, but the word orthodoxy is a religious term, and it doesn't have anything to do, it doesn't have any business being in a scientific article. That was just my thought. Anyway, I'm throwing that out there. I may or may not put the link. I'll probably share that article with you first so you can uh, see what you think about it. Because, like so I, I said, it was, up. it was bizarre and interesting at the same time. <clears throat> One of, uh, I saw another article that I'd like to talk more in depth about, but I can't because of the uh, paywall that has put on been put on it since uh, it originally popped up. But it was about the members of the military in France demanding action that the government over there starts taking action against some of... It was presented as wokeness, but just some of the behavior that's being allowed to go on because the military is like, we're going to lose our country. You... You got to do something. You got to knock it off. I haven't followed up on that, um, but I thought that was pretty interesting because I think it was about, <clears throat> was it about a month ago that uh, one of the, somebody in high up in French, French government, France's government, commented about how the American left was going to destroy the country of France. I don't know if you remember hearing about that. Yep. Lots of interesting stuff going on around the world. There is. I also read today China was trying to start up, uh, or they were trying to put some new bases on the west coast of Africa. Really? To give them more reach closer <clears throat> to America on the Atlantic side. Wow. Yeah, that, that would be a huge development. They've been saying for at least a decade that w their generals and stuff have been saying for at least a decade that war with the U.S. is inevitable and they need to prepare for it. Sounds like they're starting. They're trying to start. Well, their timing would probably be pretty good, given all the internal, internal turmoil we're having. Um, 
and that politicians are allowing. Yep. Yeah, uh, lawlessness apparently. Yeah, essentially, is the, it was saying that the Chinese would, uh, if we got into a war with China, right now we could pretty much box them in in the uh, Pacific Ocean near their their near China, and that uh, we would be fighting a one front war. Whereas they were talking about how if they were able to build out those bases on the west coast of Africa, it would provide them with two fronts to fight us from. I have heard I heard somebody the other day talking about how really probably nobody's actually going to want to go to the war with the U.S. for several decades because we have enough firepower right now that it's going to take decades for anybody to catch up and go. You know, they might cripple us, but if somebody were to declare war that was uh, somebody of similar uh world power we'll just destroy them um but it's it may not be like that forever yeah well some of the things i i just for some reason they've been popping up i've been reading them but it also talked about our ships and how our ships they serve a purpose but really they're not like the old battleships they're not battle hardened so you know what it was talking about were those were things you want to use, but you also want to make sure they're well defended and they're out of harm's way. And yeah, talked about some hypersonic missiles and things like that. Yeah, yeah. the The Chinese they they concentrated on anti uh, naval asset. Uh, warfare. Well, yeah. Why not? I mean, if they're going to get attacked or if they're going to go to war, they're going to end up going to war with a navy. Yeah. Especially the U.S. I mean, most of our assets that we would handle them with would be naval assets or marine assets. Yep. We're going to have some air power too, but but yeah, most of it's going to be aircraft carriers, battleships, submarines, a lot of missiles. You know. Uh... I don't really have a good segue for this other than to say, speaking of China, did you see that Biden is getting sued? <laughs> by China? Oh, no, 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 no. He's oh, getting sued okay. by some Americans. That's pretty uh, bad when you get sued by a foreign nation that you don't even get along with. Uh, he's getting sued by some farmers. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, I guess there's a, a loan forgiveness program with the USDA. And there's a group of farmers that have gotten together and they are all qualified for loan forgiveness under this program, except for one thing. And the one thing that's keeping them from being qualified for this uh, loan forgiveness is that they're white. Yep. And that's been I, big news for a week or two now. Yeah. They, yeah. They, uh, yeah. They're upset because he's forgiving loans for certain races, but not others. You know, I, that case right there, because uh, what I read, I was like, wow, that's that's uh, that's pretty cut and dry. That, that case right there will probably have a lot of uh, impact Potential. on how, on how things go in the, in the future. And that's not the only one he has. I know a lot of states dealing with the uh, pipeline that he canceled or tried to cancel. Um, are suing him as well, saying that it was illegal. So you got a bunch of lawsuits that the administration's having to deal with right now. Be yeah, and see how they all turn out. And to be fair, it's it's not like uh, Joe Biden 
personally is responsible <laughs> for all of that. There's just a, and this even goes back to George Bush, the and probably further, but before that, I just was not, I didn't pay super close attention to that. Not before that, but the federal government has uh, vastly exceeded its justifiable reach. <laughs> you know, it it extends itself into so many places that it has no business that it's it's just ridiculous. But but there's some things he still he still believes aren't happening. Um, he felt that the lack of jobs was not because of the government subsidies, which I thought was very interesting because one of the Fed chairs, I think it was the one out of Philadelphia, maybe, mm -hmm. basically came out and he did an interview and said, yeah, part of the reason it's that way is because everybody's getting subsidized by the government and they don't want to do a job or return to a job. I have somebody I know very well that... Uh was like it it's not right who actually has some ethics it's like it's not right to take unemployment when you can work and they uh, the pandemic put them out of work they took a pay cut to go back to work and i'm just yeah. like that is that is uh that's such a stupid situation to be in where you get paid more to sit at home and not contribute and if if the president doesn't think that that has anything to do with it, that's disturbing. Because I did. Now he followed that up, which was interesting, and it almost contradicted himself because he said, "If people are making more not working and have an available job to them, then states should should cancel their benefits." You know, I read something else. I guess apparently some states you don't even have to prove that you're jobless or you don't have to prove that you're looking for a job. Really? I I wonder what I color you always had to go are. out and like go to jobs and interviews and all that good stuff and well, send reports in or something. And you do here. And well, I don't know if you do or not. Maybe they've changed that. Uh, it's it's still that way here. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I. I saw where, where a lot of people were filling out applications and stuff, but then not calling or not going to interviews. So yeah, I and that counts. I I've noticed uh, a few occasions here recently where people have been hired and they come in and work a job, work a day, and then they're done. Um, <laughs> but I've no, I've also noticed that uh, what is his name, DeSantis, down in Florida. Mm -hmm. They're fixing the. They're like, you know what? We're cutting this out. This is stupid. You're not going to be able to get those benefits anymore. Yeah. And I think there's a couple other states that have done that, and I hope Texas does that. And it will be. Uh, I think if, well, that should influence economic policy for a long time. If these states will stand up and do what's right and do that, and if they go, wow, why are these other states having such massive, uh, you know, growth? because people are actually out there working and creating things. Whereas these other states that are extending unemployment, they're just turning into cesspools because mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of what happens. Yep. Um, I know we talked for just a second before we started recording about this, uh, video from Plano, Texas. <laughs> um, that was, I think it was about a week ago. 
<clears throat> now it's funny the video I'm looking at it's called white racist swings at Kimona Young and uh, pushes attorney basically what happened is there was a BLM protest in Plano Texas uh, and they did like they normally do and they shut down the highways and if you watch that video that's interesting that it was in Plano now no some people know my background, some don't, but I lived in North Dallas in the Plano area for many years. So did you recognize that interchange there in that video? Well, no, but that's predominantly a <clears throat> upper middle class area. Right. Well, they were apparently marching across... Uh, Not somewhere I would expect BLM to have a big following. Well, I don't know that they had a big following, and they bust these people in. I mean... That's BL true. BLM will bust people. But why would you pick Plano? I mean, that's the only other thing I'm thinking of when I when you're talking about that. Why pick Plano? It's not like it's downtown Dallas. It's not like it's downtown. I mean, based on that video, it looked like they were at the Target at, at an intersection. Well, if you know where the Chick-fil-A's are, they were walking to a Chick-fil-A uh, parking lot, and it looks like one, two, three, four. Looks like it's the road there is five lanes. Yeah, and, well, that's, that's like every road in Dallas, so. And they've got traffic backed up as far as you can see in this video. Oh, I bet. And I got to tell you, you know, this one guy gets out and he goes up and he is explaining to them that he wants them to leave the roadway. I, I don't use that language, but he's, there's no doubt. He's like, get out of the road. And uh, the thing that was disappointing to me when I first saw it, of course, when I first saw it, it wasn't politicized yet. At least some of the original videos weren't. <clears throat> and there's a police officer there. And I just watched it as somebody who's been in law enforcement. And this guy's telling them to get out of the road. Now, all these people standing in the roadway, they're violating the law. Yep. Uh, he goes over to this officer and he's like, get them the, out of the roadway. Well, the officer, he goes to walk off. So you're you, saying you can't impede traffic by right. standing in the yeah. roadway? Yeah. That's against the law. Mm -hmm. In the great state of Texas, it is. Um, now, you don't see him, the officer following this guy, but it's obvious when the camera turns that he has been following him because he's right there when the camera following this guy turns. As this guy's walking back, somebody pulls a firearm out and points it at him at one point, and that officer's decision was to walk the guy who's trying to exercise his freedom to, you know, you pay for those roads. If you've got a car and it's properly registered and you pay your taxes, you pay, you pay money to drive on roads. Yep. Um, and you pay money to have law enforcement enforce the law and you pay. So, so, so what I'm getting from that is you had two criminal acts there. One, they were impeding traffic. And two, somebody who had a firearm pulled a firearm and pointed it at That's another person. Deadly conduct. The, without a doubt, the dude that pulled out a firearm, he should have gone to jail right then. And, you know, I don't know this officer. He may, he may be new. Uh, he may not be trained properly. And, you know, things get hectic and... It's, it's, well, I was going to say, do you think he was trying to calm the situation until help arrived or something? Maybe 
No, I think he was just trying to get that guy to leave and go sit in his car and wait until somebody did something somewhere. Um, you know, I've, I've been in some situations where <clears throat> it takes a lot of discipline to pay attention, but you have to pay attention because if you don't, somebody's going to get killed. Um, and it just looks like this guy wasn't paying attention. And what really aggravated me is Texas peace officers, they have a duty here in the Code of Criminal Procedure under their duties. Arrest offenders without warrant in every case where the officer is authorized by law. And those people should have been arrested. Could that one guy arrest them all? No. Uh, could he have called backup? Yeah. The interesting thing about this is because I was literally thinking about writing a T. Cole and going, how do we address this? Because this guy is not doing, he's, he's not being a peace officer. He's getting paid to be one. He's licensed to be one, but he's not doing it. And it probably won't be necessary because I saw that the Texas Attorney General, Ken Paxton, heard about it. And he had one of his deputies call and talk to the, <laughs> he talked to the police chief down there. And he was, he was not happy. Let me see if I can. Uh, let me see if I can find this real quick. Be an interesting call, even if you're a police chief. I mean. Yeah. Um, hey, chief. This is Deputy Attorney General for the state of Texas. Your guys aren't doing their job. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll just read this part first. The chief told my deputy that the weapon drawn wasn't a pistol; it was a pepper ball gun. And then later, in a separate conversation, claimed it was a taser. And then in a Facebook post, put it was an electronic control device. Um, whatever it is, police declined to pursue the leftist who brandished the weapon and no charges are being pressed against him. And then he goes on and says the chief excused the, was ex anxious to excuse the rioters. And the only person charged with the crime is the person who came up there going, get out of the road. And uh, he says, I will never allow our beautiful Texas cities and neighborhoods to become Portland or Seattle or San Francisco because of the unchecked left. So I'm going to be following that one because that's just got some potential to be. Uh... Yeah, that'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, because, <clears throat> you know, if they would just pass one of the, uh, I I know Florida has, and I think, again, I think a couple of states have. They've passed those laws where if people are rioting in the streets and somebody's driving a motor vehicle and they run over somebody that's in the street illegally, the operator of the vehicle doesn't have any criminal responsibility. And while, you know, the, the obvious preference would be to see people that wanted to protest stand on the side of the road with their signs... And yell really loud at, at red lights while all the traffic stopped. Because you don't... Even when it's justified, somebody losing their life is, is tragic. You know, everybody's somebody's kid. Uh, they might be somebody's parent. And that's just terrible. But you can't go, well, we're just going to let society be totally destroyed in order to appease these people that are criminal lawbreakers. That's just my opinion. And if we yep. had one, you know, if you had one of those laws that uh, people are riding in the streets and drivers don't bear any responsibility, <laughs> if Texas passes that, I'm going into the brush guard industry. Because 
I did have a meme for that a while back. I would have to find it, though. It was a good one, though. <clears throat> it's just, uh, you know, I hate I hate seeing that uh, things are going are going the way they're going, and and the problem is, you've got one side that wants to be kind of nice, you know. <clears throat> if you and I, excuse me, if you and I have a, a difference in opinion, mm -hmm. we should we should be able to discuss it reasonably. And maybe we'll come to some sort of solution. Or it may be that you and that I both feel so strongly about our individual position that we're not able to come to a resolution. But even if we can't come to a resolution, that doesn't mean we don't need to be able to have a conversation, sit down and discuss what's different, and then walk away from a table walk away from the conversation like civilized human beings and the problem that we have here is one side wants to have that conversation the civilized conversation and the other side wants to just scream and shout and and disregard all rules and you can't have a civilized conversation with people like that you know if you and i agreed to have a whether it's a formal debate or conversation with a set of rules that we both agree that's how you interact with people, then we can do that. But if you're playing with a set of rules that says, I'm going to let Derek speak his mind, I'm going to point out to him what I think is incorrect and give him some evidence why, and my set of rules are, if you don't agree with me, I'm going to scream and threaten you, you can't, you are going to lose if you keep playing by those rules. You're going you're gonna to sit there and calmly go to your grave while I scream and shout and rant. How and much of that do you think the government helps to <clears throat> to continue to push? To push the ranting and raving? The yeah, rioting? The enabling of that. Oh, I, well, that, that video right there was a perfect example of it being enabled. You know, uh, I, I don't think, I'm pretty sure that if you want to try to get 50 people and block a road in, in this area, it's not going to go that it's not going to go the same way. Um, yeah. you know, is that difficult in that situation? Was that officer in a difficult position? Yep. Does being difficult excuse him for not doing what he's supposed to do? No. I mean, it is it is what it is. You know, he, he should have been like, hey, get out of the way. <clears throat> and again, that's the rules that they're playing with. Okay. He should, in my opinion, that should have been pressed until, you know, if they didn't comply with an arrest, tase them. If you go to tase somebody and you go to cuff them up and other people start, uh, and you're sitting there as the lone officer and you've got, 20 people coming at you going, hey, your life's in, in danger and you've got actions you can take at that point. And until, you know, that, that guy that got that private citizen that got out of his car and walked up there and was yelling at those people, he shouldn't have had to have done that. And until people just go, you know what, 
we're yeah it may come with a cost for me personally it may cost my family personally we're not taking this and this is this is going to end until we get to that point it's just going to continue because the other side is playing by rules that say it's okay to go block traffic and we don't care if somebody needs to get their mom to the hospital they need to get their daughter to the hospital to deliver her her baby or they've got you know some food that's about to go bad that they're taking to some homeless people that none of that matters and it's okay that we're blocking the road and they don't care and if we try to play by the same rules we've always played by it's just not going to work and people are just going to have to buck up and and do what's necessary <sighs> i feel like i was <laughs> did you get that off your shoulders I, now All right, i feel like i might have needed to say that <laughs> well i don't disagree with you at all on that it's it's gonna be it's interesting times yeah it absolutely is and i may have just worn myself out of anything to anything else to talk about because <laughs> All right here. Yeah. Well, we talked about world events. Do we have any local things? I did want to, well, I don't want to bring it up tonight, but I think maybe for the next show, we're going to talk about some local government stuff. Right. Yeah, I looked at uh, I looked at a couple of agendas and went to watch some videos uh, this week about local stuff, and I don't know what it was, but I, I couldn't get couldn't get them to play so hmm. i would be unprepared but you know for the uh i am interested in saying you know we got a bunch of the county's got a bunch of money from the federal government i'm interested in seeing how that affects our taxes since there was a a worry that taxes may be going up in fact uh, i think the county judge said that they may have to raise taxes right then we got him an, an injection from the federal government of uh several million dollars was that uh i didn't i didn't see that do you know if that was for future or is that like reimbursement for things related to covid that was i believe it's reimbursement i, I know they had uh, from some of the from some of the uh things i was have been able to watch i know they covid cost them some significant uh amounts of some of their reserves in dealing with uh because you know and you know, it's not just county government trying to prevent the spread of this stuff early on. Everybody was being extra cautious, which I understand. But, uh, you know, part of that might have to do with that's a reimbursement so we can dismiss it as having any impact because it's money we shouldn't have spent. But then you might also be able to look at that and go, uh, what's, an, what's an appropriate reserve? Because reserve is really a I'm not going to get on another box I'm not going to do that but <laughs> reserve funds basically what they are if you think about it as a taxpayer a reserve fund is money that they take from us and then they don't they don't even spend it they don't allow us they it's don't, there for emergency yeah and I and I understand they need to have it but that should be really well managed because when I'm a I'm out here uh putting you know foundations down for houses as you know people that do that or if i'm a guy that's uh selling burgers at mcdonald's or and you know i'm renting my house because they're they're paying taxes i'm a landlord i'm paying taxes uh mm -hmm. 
that res those reserve funds, which I know they have to have, they're also money that was taken from a citizen that earned that money by their labor and was denied the ability to spend it, and it's just sitting there. So, while well, I earning interest I, for the government. Yeah, well, I well I know they have to have a reserve. It, sometimes, I, and I don't know. Now that put, that part I didn't get, and I saw that on the news. They talked about how well we just didn't earn enough interest on our money. Well, you should have enough money without interest. Interest is just like the the icing on the cake. Right. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you, there were I don't know what the reserve funds are at the county now. So this is not. There were a comment about what's going on right now, but there were definitely times in the past I was like, I don't know that they need that much money that they've taken, that they've taken from people that people can't spend on a gallon of milk, a gallon of gas, or an iPod or whatever that they just took it from them, and then they didn't even spend it. Yep. So I, I'm sure there's probably some formula somewhere uh, on on what you should have. You know, my, my personal, I guess maybe my issue was my personal uh, reserve operating funds that I decided to keep were nowhere as ex near as extensive as what the county had at times when I worked down there. I was like, man, I'd like to have the ability to go without, work, <laughs> without any income for as long as they have. So, but so it wasn't three to six months is what you're saying. It was, it was pretty significant at times. Yeah. So, like but that would, into that. That, that would that be, interesting. be some fun stuff we should do is dig into those budgets. Well, we can do that. And, uh, that's one of the things while I was there for years, that's what I did was budget stuff just for uh, one office there. Um, you know, you can always request, I was thinking about doing this for a particular situation. You can request the recordings from the budget work sessions because nobody attends them. Nobody goes, you have, uh, maybe used to have, uh, what was her name? Jessica Langdon a reporter here she used to attend them mm -hmm. but most of the time right before i left if you weren't scheduled to be talked about uh you weren't there there was nobody there right. and i sat uh i sat for 14 days in budget work sessions all day long um in case they brought up the sheriff's office they never did on the 15th day that i was going to sit in there we had a a meeting with our uh, healthcare provider for the jail that I needed to be at. And the commissioner's court hadn't been in session for 30 minutes. And I got a text message from somebody that said they're trying to cut deputies. <laughs> so for three weeks, I was for almost three weeks, I was in there every day, all day long. And they never spoke about the sheriff's office. The first day that I wasn't there, they brought up cutting deputies. <laughs> and so the the recordings are good because you know if i'm if there's not a representative there there's not any pushback to have those conversations yeah and well one thing i've noticed because i've looked on their site they're not easily accessible you don't just have a a link that says here's our budget for 2021 right so well you really have to dig for a lot of that stuff i'll uh 
I'll tell you one other thing that just <laughs> and I was just messing with them. <clears throat> they voted to pass a budget one year and it's I'm I'm pretty sure that it's been too long for the the retention to require them to have it. So after they vote the session where they voted to pass the budget, I went back down to my office after they passed it and I immediately sent a request for a copy of the budget that they had just passed. And the response was, well, it doesn't exist yet. Because they had to they had to put all the numbers together and stuff. And I was like, well, how do you vote on, on something not put together yet? that doesn't exist? Hmm. And I, I thought that, I always thought that was kind of funny. Oh, well, let's look into that. County government's very different. And and quite honestly, it's it's difficult to be in county government because it's different, and a lot of people don't really maybe don't realize some of the challenges that go with it. Um, but there are there are always opportunities for improvement. Well, hopefully, we can find some of those. That's a, we can oh find them and tell them what we think. They're out. They're there. You know, that's a that's a phrase I've learned in the last few years. Opportunities for improvement. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good government term, which means we screwed up or we're not doing something right, so we better fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah. All right. Well, are we gonna keep this one short? I think this will be a short one. This will be a short version, and uh, next week I don't know what we'll have on on tap for next week. But we I got will a few good ideas. We can talk about the things that are coming up because, you know, I don't know exactly the date, but uh, have you gone to the Bridge to Bridge uh, cruise before? I have never heard of that. What? Yeah, it's a cruise that goes from down there on, let me see, Jacksboro Highway where it crosses under the freeway down by Patterson's. And yeah. they they cruise from somewhere in that general area down to uh, they go down past uh, where it goes under like Southwest Parkway, where it's, huh. and I went to the I think it was the second one I went to, and or maybe it was the first one. It's pretty nice. Uh, hmm. I didn't when we went. I did not realize how many people in this area had some really nice older collectible cars. Oh yeah, uh, there's a lot of them in this area. And I knew there were a lot. I didn't realize how many. And uh it was pretty nice and last year they didn't get to have it because of COVID. But mm-hmm. I know it's coming up. I don't think it's uh I don't think it's next weekend, but I'll maybe I'll find out and, and we can talk about that just a little bit. But other than that, yeah. Um if you're one of hey, we got an extra we got an additional listener according to our stats now. So All right, ten. I think we're at ten. So if you're one of the ten people, and it's that's a guess, but I'm sure that Anchor FM probably knows their uh, stats and their algorithms are probably pretty accurate because they we do. We could this. have millions and just not know it. Right. That's I think that's probably the case. Um, but if you're one of the ten people that is listening, and you like this. Or don't like it. Share it and let other people make up their own mind about it. I appreciate it. Or even better, if you want to hear about other things, let us know. Yeah. We may need to put some sort of... uh, We're going to have to put some contact information together. That's right. So that people can let us know what they want to talk about. I did get get an email 
uh, from somebody I barely know uh, after like episode two and they wanted us to discuss something that was a little bit crazy. And I'm not trying to offend you if you're still one of our 10 listeners, so please don't quit listening. <laughs> but, but, oh, you know, and there are some like, people, there's someone I talked to who wanted to talk about some of the conspiracy stuff that's out there right now. And I thought that might be a good episode. We could talk about conspiracy stuff. And heck, I think if we get to 12 listeners, then we should invite a guest. I don't, what, 12? Let's do 20. You want to do 20? All right, everybody, help us to get to 20 listeners. And then so we that... can do a conspiracy theory episode Ooh. and have some conspiracy theory guests. I think that could be interesting. Yep. Well, it'll definitely be interesting. I don't know if it'll be any good, but it'll be interesting. <laughs> oh, it'll be great. All right, man. Well, we'll wrap this up then, and we will get this out tomorrow on the 12th, and then we'll have one for next week. Cool. See y'all later.